Quick shout out to our sponsor, Bruce's Cafe and Wynyard. Terrific food, great coffee, great staff and service. Uh, do yourself a favour, you've got 10 minutes today, you're in the area, pop in, have a coffee, tell them Mike sent you. Hi, it's Mike here from Better Off Death. Next time you want to catch up with friends for a few drinks in a prime location, head to Buttons Brewing in Ulverston. Buttons Brewing is a family-owned brewery producing small-batch beers for the people of Tasmania's Northwest. Not only do they do tasty beers, but they serve them at their own bar and restaurant, along with burgers, pizzas, live music, and laughter every weekend. You are listening to Better Off Dad, a podcast featuring three guys with ten kids between them stumbling their way through dad life. I'm Mike, an American voiceover guy trying to make these idiots sound professional. So here are your hosts, Shannon, Nathan, and James. Welcome back to Better Off Dad. Uh, you're here with Nathan, Shannon, and James. It's been a while, so Shannon, how are you? Yeah, going well, mate. I can in that three week period, I can see you bought yourself a little microphone cover for your uh, for your microphone. Yeah, nice little. Yeah, oh, mate. Of uh, I tell you what, <laughs> listening to a few podcasts lately, and um, I don't know. I think we need to really work on our sound quality. You know, oh, you reckon? We never really know until. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an amateur hour, I know, but uh, yeah, I've brought myself a little uh, little microphone windscreen. I'm sure that's going to sound amazing once it comes through. Well, you could have big, a big five dollar difference on Amazon. Well, I was going to say you could have saved a few dollars and gone in with Dorse when he got his beanies and just uh, got got Dorse <laughs> to order an extra one. And... But, no, this would be far too big for James's head. <laughs> far too big. Put a lid on it. Yeah. How are you, mate? Long, t- long time no talk, that's for sure. Uh, well, it's uh, actually how you've been, been uh, doing it without me for the last few episodes since I've had no internet. So um, fingers crossed we get through bloody uh, tonight, to be honest. <laughs> it's, what, it's early days. What I was going to say, James, well, what I was going to say, I looked at today when I was looking through, geez, how long since we've put out a bit of content? It's been three weeks since we caught up with Baldy, uh, three weeks ago. So a bit of a gap there. Uh, looking a little further into it, it's been... 10 weeks, no, actually, sorry, it's been six weeks since you've said any more than 10 words on the podcast, and looking back even further, it's been 16 weeks since you've added any quality content, so it, it was amazing, you know, and numbers don't lie, mate, it was amazing looking at it, but it's nice to have you back, and I can see some, some full bars of internet there, so you've given the dial up a bit of a spell, how's that going? Yeah, nah, she was a bit of an issue with our data apparently so we realized that um we were, yeah. it's changed from paying for data to speed and so um yeah oh, look at him. he's up and about too I'm he's up and about, about. Anyway, ready for a bit of banner <laughs> instead of just getting talk behind my f-ing back <laughs> you've certainly missed out a little bit but uh no nah, it's nice to have you back mate it's nice to have the three of us back together for a bit of a catch-up episode i, I guess that's what this one is it's a, mm. we've had a couple of interviews the last few weeks and this one's uh yep. all about just catching up and seeing how we're all going with uh with dad life Shannon, you've been bloody busy, mate. Well, it's funny. Normally you say, so how's your week been? But this has been literally the, the three weeks. Yeah. In how's so, your month been? Well, literally. So it's just been catching up with people because we're leaving. We're leaving in uh, on the yep. 3rd of December we fly out. So, so you're off to the UK with the family, mate. Yep. We head over there. We're, um, we've got the flights booked. Um, we're, we're allowed to go. Everything's in order apart from... I need to uh, sell two businesses, um, lease my house, sort out my visa, give away my chicken and my dog, um, sell two cars, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then literally catch up with everyone before I go. So apart from that, we're um, we're in good shape. 
<laughs> How's it going with the chicken? You got rid of it yet? Yeah, Mr. Tickles down the road. He, uh, we went, yeah, right. took him down there last night and put him in with the his four new girlfriends. Um, yeah, wow. they don't know. They actually don't know his. Uh, uh, what do you call it? He's non-binary. He's a non-binary binary chicken. <laughs> so oh, he's getting around like a rooster down there, but he's actually a chicken anyway. That's an anti-climax for those chicks uh, <laughs> down there, isn't it? <laughs> Very disappointing. Uh, anyway, yes. What about you, James? You've been. Uh, you talked about putting a lid on it, uh, the new uh, business slogan, which we which we love. Uh, but flat out, mate, with work, obviously, uh, getting in... Well, it, mate, it's a boom, isn't it? It's a building boom at the moment. So keeping you busy, uh, digging holes in the backyard to try and hide all your money. How's it all going, mate? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it has been. It always is a bit of a stressful time of year, Nath. Bloody, um, till Christmas, it's just this mad rush where they want to get a lid on before Christmas. I guess it all you know, interlocks with their stage payments for the builders so they can on turn yeah. give it to me. So, yeah. And, and that's what it is, mate. We're, we're, we're three dads that we work and we've got young kids and it's just, you know, we, we've had a bit of a run on where we've put out a – some weeks we've been able to put out an episode weekly, some of us been fortnightly. We've tried to be pretty consistent, but this one's just got away from us a little bit, hasn't it? And that's um, that's just life. Life's got a little yeah. crazy for all of us. Now, just quickly, Nathan, during the week, I threw up a little bit of content onto the socials. I uh, took it upon myself to go out and spend uh, $350 on um, jumpers and hats. Uh, $345. Got, um, you know, bought some hooded jumpers and some caps and stubby holders and got some stickers and different things. And I put it out there to our, our amazing fans. They are amazing. Oh, mate, they're growing daily, my own growing daily. We've got got some some strange cats in amongst there. And, um, yeah, so we threw out there just, you know, send in your questions, guys. Let us know what you really want to know about being a dad. Um, And I'd say I think it missed the mark a bit um, as far as the content that came back to us. Thoughts? Yeah, Copped a few funny questions on there, that's for sure. Like, uh, it wasn't probably what we're after, but there were a few good questions on there. Yeah. A few uh, legitimate questions that were looking for, you know, they were looking for some answers and looking for some merchandise as well. And yeah. um, I think it'd be remiss of us not to touch on those. Yeah. So, Have you got anything for us, Shannon, in particular? Well, there was one there um, about how far up does a bald man go to wash his face and um, <laughs> what I personally, what I do. We're pretty lucky to have an expert yeah, so, in with us tonight. So, um, how far do you go? Well, Shane? like I haven't actually got a forehead. I've got a five head. It goes that far <laughs> back. So I just go right up to where the hairline starts, which is it's sort of if you draw a line from your ears to the light directly above you, and then draw that line straight over your forehead. That's about where I go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. That's it's a long way back. That's a long way back. It is a long way back. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but it's a, it's a fair way back. I mean, we're all mate, we're all dealing with it. It's it's going back. That's further. a lie, absolute lie, Nathan. You have got every every. Nah, piece of I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. It's definitely uh, there's a little bit creeping up the sides there, mate, which I'm not too happy about. Hey, you, hey, you tracking, uh, James? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a little bit back. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. grow it longer at the front and push it to the side. <laughs> little comb over, mate. Yeah, <laughs> little comb over. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great, mate. It's it's a great that I certainly have lost the battle with there. That's for sure. I'm going to haircuts now and. Yep. Um, Looking down, there's not a not a lot of dark stuff uh, coming off. It's a lot of greys. I'm thinking yeah. Yeah, tinsel. No, it's, it's, it is coming it's up for Christmas. Be soon. <laughs> you should be saving it. <laughs> now the, the other the other question. There's yep. the, the other two I'll touch on. There was um, yep. there's actually a bit of a serious one from um, a gentleman just asking how 
how do you get over a toxic relationship? And um, not that I want to go too deep into that because, Ooh. you know, and, and uh, you know, what do you reckon, Nathan? <laughs> oh, look, we've, mate, we've all probably been in them at some point in our yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm still in one. <laughs> I, I reckon, James, you will beat me tomorrow to cut that out, James. <laughs> he said he's still in one, which uh, he's gonna he's gonna mess with me in the morning and say, "No, you better take that out, mate." Yeah. He's gonna see that. Yeah. Oh, mate, I think. Oh, look, who knows? None of us are experts at it. We've well, probably all been and, and through the, some toxic relationships at times, but it's probably a time thing, isn't it? And let's be honest. Are we the cause of half the toxicity at times? Ah, oh, mate, absolutely. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure there's. Uh, it, it takes both parties to probably make a toxic relationship. Uh, I think it's a time thing, mate. It's a time thing, and it's a and say, look, you know, this is this is what's happened. It's not going to change anything. Sometimes you can go deeper and deeper into that rabbit hole and make things worse without even realising you're doing it. Sometimes you just got to go. Okay, time time to move and yep. yeah, move on with life. I guess. Yeah, a question about uh, why um, I think Alana wrote in about why her son was leaving things behind and, and leaving Kudigi behind. And we've, we've, yeah, it was a, it was a great question. It was probably the better one, one of the better ones on there. Yeah, great question about um, leaving things behind. And I, I nobody nobody has the answer for that. We've all been guilty of uh, as boys growing up leaving things behind. Uh, I'm still doing it now. Yes, exactly. So I get in trouble for it regularly, but I. Um, I reckon this is a great one to uh, deflect back to a, a really good book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's all about uh, developing good habits so they become part of your lifestyle. And, and it's it's down to four steps. There's, there's cue, craving, response, and reward. And they're the four steps to having atomic habits. Now, I guess putting those into, into perspective for what the question that Alana was asking, I guess it's about developing good habits with your kids. So the cue is all about, so if you can relate it back to a habit that we all do, or a habit that I do, I have a coffee every morning. Yeah. Love a coffee every morning. So my cue is I wake up and I think that I need a coffee. So that's my cue, okay? Then I start craving, thinking, oh, I've got to have a coffee now. I'm craving that coffee. I really need it. My response is I have that coffee, and my reward is that that coffee makes me feel more alert. What you could do, I guess, Alana, for something like with the kids is habit stack a little bit. So it might be incorporating two habits into another one. So it might be that the kids get off of a morning and they shower in the morning and go to school, having a shower, packing your sports gear, and then going to school. Yep. So if you continually preach that to your kids to do that daily, it'll become that automatic response that they do every day. Maybe that's something to go around. Oh, look, spot on. Now, now I didn't realize this has actually happened in my household, but Jen created a an area at the front door full of um, different compartments and cupboards where the boys' daycare bags are, Luca's school bag is, where the football ba- shoes are, where there's racks for shoes. So Luca, no, like Luke is more disciplined than I, obviously. He'll come in. He will not walk through the front door without putting his shoes in the same spot, puts his bag in the same spot, yep. and then he off yep. he goes. And the bubbers, now they're sort of getting to an age, they know the shoes are there. They know to go over and they can – grab their shoes from there and then go and put them back there. I mean, they're 18 months old, but it's a built-in habit that they're, they're going to develop because that's what Luca does. So, yep. yeah, good one. That's, and, that's a great And point. a habit is something that you just keep doing until it becomes an integral part of your identity yep. and then it becomes just part of your lifestyle. So, yep. so maybe I'd, that's something to try at home. I'd nearly say Alana's going to get one of the jumpers. Yeah, I, I'd say so, mate. Yeah. I'd say so. I don't know whether if she, it was a really good question. I don't know if you deserve a uh, better off dad hoodie, but uh, as, as in a kick in the guts, <laughs> sling one out. 
It's uh, kind of a backhanded compliment, I'll, isn't it? I'll drop one off to her during the week. That's no problem. All right, fantastic, fantastic. I'm not I'm sure. Gonna, uh, we'll, we'll dish out a couple of. Yeah, no, I was going to say with my um, gear, stubby holder, hat, and jumper, and that mine's just going to be in the bin. So if um, anyone wants it, yeah, I'll, I'll go straight there and grab it. Just get the gear grab out of it. So yeah, he definitely will grab it. And he'll sell it. So, fellas, uh, a couple of weeks ago now, I took the kids trick-or-treating. Uh, Halloween rolled around and uh, took the kids out. And, mate, they had a great time. We had uh, Sienna came down, had the three girls. A little too much for the, the big fella to come down, Jesse. He didn't quite make it. But um, we had the three girls. We went out trick-or-treating, went to a friend's house in the afternoon. Mate, it was a really good afternoon, yeah. really good night. Trick-or-treating, Halloween seems to have taken off a bit, in certainly around here uh, in recent times. What do you guys think about 100%. it? 100%. Are you, are, you, are you one of those dads that's, oh, it's an American thing, I don't want to do it? No, that's a good what, wholesome What would you actually dress as, Nathan? Thing. No, I didn't dress up, James. I just uh, I just went out in my usual tie, and I, I looked pretty pretty decent in what I was wearing, so I didn't feel there was any need to, uh, to mix things up too much there. <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't uh, look think a bit of, like I was actually driving the... I was driving the getaway car, to be honest. So we, we kind of drove to certain streets and then walked a little bit. But um, I've actually got a really good dad hack that is part of Halloween that I'll touch on a little bit later on. But, mate, I, I rate it. I reckon yep. it was really good fun. 100%. Um, the kids, every kid I saw uh, walking around the streets doing trick-or-treat, all had a grin on their face. We're all having a great time. I'm all for it. I said to Sophie, I'd like to... Um, do the house up one year and whatever, and she said I'm not allowed, so we won't. But I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, look, we, there was a couple of absolute rippers in Wynyard, so someone created a page where anyone that was going to have a venue you could go and trick or treat at was uploaded to this map around Wynyard. So it was literally yep. we were driving around Wynyard, pulling up, and you'd see kids going in and getting their, their stuff and then you'd say, oh, hi, how, g'day, mum and dad, like you'd know everyone and then you go to the next one and then yeah. you'd meet up at the other one. It was just an absolutely brilliant thing. Good, wholesome, honest, fun. Yes, it's American. Who cares? But it's not even American. I think that's a bit of a wank as well. Like it's, it's... I, I'm sorry to cut in on you. Apparently, James actually uh, nominated himself for one of the um, houses you could go and visit, but it was it was 15 kilometres up a dirt track, and um, <laughs> his kids sat there, and they were, they were very disappointed. Very disappointed. They just throw them down the hill. <laughs> speaking, dis- speaking of disappointed, with the houses are on the map, we went to Shannon's house, and he was in a van. So he actually wasn't at his house. He was in a car giving out lollies. So that was a bit weird. <laughs> That's illegal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was <like> real strange. <laughs> hey, you know what was really strange about that, James? He was still doing it a week later. <laughs> oh, I ran. I ran. <laughs> we went to, to one house and there was a guy at the front. Um, uh, it was hard to tell how old he was. I'm, I'm guessing maybe in his 40s, 50s. Like he, he had a zombie mask on, so it was re- obviously really hard to tell how old he was. But he was in full character, like full character. And I was thinking, yeah, mate, you're, you're taking this probably a little bit too serious. And the, the kids are sort of lined up there. It's for me. Yeah. <laughs> mate, went too far. Anyway, these um, kids are like, so, right. You over here, you're next. Yeah. Anyway, little Miller's walked up and and she's walked up the line and he sort of yelled out over the fence to me, Oh, I think she's a bit scared. And I'm thinking, mate, yeah, she's three, I'm scared. Well, <laughs> you look like well, an idiot. One of the uh, one of the local sh- one, of, one of the local shop owners around town um, 
she was getting around the place as well. And um, I won't know names, but she pulled up to one of the properties and jumped out with the kids and went to went to wander up to grab the lollies. And then she realised that that person had actually been banned from her shop for shoplifting. Come on, kids, let's get in the car. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Shannon, when we talk about being busy and having a lot on the moment, you're obviously packing, packing up your tribe and moving well, moving the other side of the world, you're moving countries, um, which is a, a big thing. It's something certainly James and I haven't done uh, and probably something we'll never do, but uh, it's a massive thing for you. How are you going with it all, mate? How's Obviously, there's a busy stage of things, but how is it all going personally? Like yeah. How are you and Jen are obviously excited about yeah. it. Uh, the twins are obviously too young to really know what's going on. They're, I'm sure that, you know, How's Luca going? Yeah, no, good, good question. We did talk about this during the day, Nathan, about like what sort of um, topic we could go with, and, and and we've all had those moments in our lives where our our kids, through our choices, have had to adapt to something new, whether that be um, a separation or um, or me deciding to move to the other side, or me and Jen deciding to take our whole life to the other side yep. of the world. Yeah, so um, it, it's funny. Like Luca um, is a very He's a, he's a pretty strong little individual these days, and he's got a great little friend network at school. He's obviously he's got his girlfriend that he's got to deal with. Um, I'm not, <laughs> oh, geez. I, yeah, is that going to go long? Well, I, I don't know. He does. He really Put is. In the suitcase. She probably fit. She's not real big anyway. But you might get a little bit of trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So. He's 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 really um, aware of what's happening. Um, he, he's yeah. not. So you've explained. So you've like talked to him about like yep. um, obviously taking him, well, taking him out of school yep. and yeah, and and obviously um, leaving his friends behind, things like that. Yep, so so you, you've obviously been pretty open with everything about how it's going to. Hundred percent, mate. Go. Like, and that's the only way we could be. Like we couldn't just not just drop it on him on the last day of school and say. Um, oh, by the way, mate, you're not going to see anyone ever again. So he's getting lots of <laughs> lots of catch ups with his mates leading up to it. So they, yep. you know, go and have friend, you know, uh, play dates and different things like that. He knows that he's not going to see them a lot, but we keep reassuring him that we're going to be back one day and we, we're yep. going to yep. um, do lots of FaceTiming with his mates and so forth. But what I think may happen, it may not, is. Um, he'll, he's very adaptable. So we, we went yeah. we went to Hobart maybe during this three-week block off and went to catch up with my mate Beanie. Um, I think we all know Beanie. Um, and he's certainly not a dad, well, not that he knows of anyway, but uh, he... <laughs> he um, he was he was awesome. His uncle Josh, and, and it was actually a massive eye-opener for him to see what it's like to have kids because we had three kids in his house for three days and he was absolutely rooted by the end of it. And he, and he goes, there's <laughs> absolutely no way of it. Could not wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean you've been no, invited It was his fault. We were going to stay in an Airbnb. He said, no, stay with us. Anyway, at the back end of that, um, we were driving back from Hobart to um, Wynyard. And as we were coming through on the Brooker Highway, Luca just started bawling his eyes out. And we are like, what's wrong, mate? What's wrong? He goes, I don't want to leave Hobart. And he'd only been there three days before it, but he adapted so quickly to yeah. thinking that yeah. that was like we lived in Josh's house. He had his own room. He, you know, him and Uncle Josh would play, and he'd go down and jump in the spa, and just he just had such a good time 
Um, yeah. So I'm, I equate that to a, po- yeah, a possible move to the UK. So it'll be tough early, but, you know, he, he yeah. may adapt. So you've been really transparent with him about yep. um, about the fact that it could be a long time yep. or, yep. you know, like when he comes back or whatever. So how has he is – has there been any moments where he's been a little bit like, I don't want to go? Yeah, for sure. Like the other morning, we're laying yep. on the bed. We get up early. Um, Luca comes up first and then the bubbers come in when they start waking up. But George is like – yep. his dog, he's had since he was like one, was laying on him. He's just patting him and he just started crying again and saying he's yeah, going to miss right. his dog. It's like it's pretty hard to take, but – yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's just going to have to harden up, have a, have a teaspoon of cement, mate. That's what I said to him. I know I pushed him <laughs> off the bed. Good, uh, good parenting. He's, he's, tough he's, probably, nah. he's probably been watching Dad cry. Oh, <laughs> I, I spent a bit of time sitting in the corner crying. He's very emotional. He's very emotional. Uh, very good. Just but, Nathan, you feel the same. You, you've had a situation where you've um, had a separation. The kids have moved from one end of a, a the state to another and, and not living with their dad all the time. How'd that go for you? And how old was Jesse? Yeah, yeah, I suppose very different, very different circumstances. But I suppose when we're talking about like kids being, I guess, uh, oh, for want of a better word, uprooted from their life and, you know, a big change from taken away from their uh, school or and things like that. So it's a big adjustment for kids, mate. And my situation was a lot different. Um, my kids... Moved a couple of hours away, obviously, after um, relationship breakdown between uh, me and their, their mum. So, they, they moved a couple of hours away there. So, big adjustment. More so for Jesse, I guess, uh, my son, who was 10 at the time. My daughter, Senna, was only three. So, I guess what she knows now is what she's always known. Like, it's, she's always been used to sort of not living with with dad there 24-7, whereas Jesse probably, well, Jesse was used to me being there 24-7, and all of a sudden he's seeing me, um, you know, weekends, every second weekend, school holidays, you know, things like that. So, massive adjustment for him. Um, sort of talked briefly about it with him, not not really in depth. I'm sure we'll be one day have that further. Uh, 10? Yeah, yeah. So how, yeah, how, nine, nine, nine or ten, nine so, or ten. Oh, he, yeah, around that time. He's obviously, so he was in school and had mates and everything like that. So yeah. it, it all sort of happened when we separated. It was sort of over that Christmas period. So he didn't probably get oh, that chance nice. to say goodbye to everyone. It was all of a sudden he was <laughs> going back to uh, to a different school in you know a couple of hours away. Yeah. So yeah, big adjustment mm. for, for him. Uh, big adjustment for everybody. Like big adjustment for me. You know? But um, yeah. Yeah, I reckon in that situation, like you see, kids adjust a bit quicker. Like Nathan, it would have been definitely harder on on you. Like you couldn't yeah, show it. You can't show than that, I did. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it's um yeah. Oh look, mate, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure they adapted a lot quicker than I did. It took me a long time to sort of um, get to the point where I under I don't know, not understood it. It took me a long time to get to the point where I accepted it. And I think that was when I once yeah. I started. Started to accept it. That's when I was able to sort of move forward and go, okay, yeah, this is what it is. I, I'm not going to be the, I don't know, I'm not going to be the dad that I wanted to be the dad to these kids. Yeah. But I'm still going to make sure that I am the best dad that I can be in these circumstances. Yeah. And yeah, and just right. accept what it is. And that that was the moment I could start to move forward and go, okay, it's not going to change here. No. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. Yeah. So no. it is what it is. Let's deal with it the best we can. And I'll and I'll um make sure that my, you know, relationship with the kids is as strong as it can be and I can parent the best way I can in these circumstances. And that's that's all we can do. And that's what we talked about at the start of the podcast about being in toxic relationships. You 
you can only yeah you you can only I guess, I guess the, the sooner you can realize that it's it's not going to change you can accept it and you can move on and make the best of a difficult situation I guess yeah. for everyone for you, yeah absolutely yeah and and quite often quite often you can say like I lived through a, well, actually I didn't quite live through a breakup my mum and dad split after I'd left home but um, yep. you, there were times where you know they were arguing and stuff and you were thinking it's geez, it might be better if they weren't together but. Oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Mm. And I think um, towards, and I'm not, I'm not speaking too far at schooly. I think, um, I think the the relationship I was with, you know, or the marriage I was in with, with their mum, um, was probably went longer than it should have. And I think that from both parties, uh, it was trying to make it work for the kids' sake. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work. It ended up being a toxic relationship that the kids nobody benefits from that. Um, yeah. Certainly, the, the parents don't benefit, the kids yeah. don't benefit, and it just moves into a whole different territory. And, and in the end of the day, it was, um, it was the only option yeah. to happen. Yeah, was that to happen? And I guess we probably, um, I know I, I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I guess I tried to, um, I guess tried to uh, hang on to that relationship for too long because I guess I knew that the kids were going to move a couple of hours away when that relationship ended. Yeah. Uh, I knew that because she was she was always going to move back to where she grew up with yep. and she's got that family yeah. network of support. And, 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 and you know, I, I'm not speaking for her at all, yep. but it was always going to happen. Yep. It was always going to happen once that relationship um, broke down. And, and it did. And, and I knew it was coming, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't want it to happen because it may as well have been, you know, two hours away. It may as well have been 20 hours away. Yep. Because I realised, I knew that my relationship was going to change with the kids because I can't, it was never going to be a 50-50 shared care because I worked two hours away from where they're going to yeah, live. Yeah. So, And because I don't work on Monday, yeah. I've never worked a Monday to Friday job. It's always been a either an even time roster or things like that. So I don't get every weekend weekend off. It was never going to be that I could have them every weekend because I work most weekends. Yeah. So it was, And then they go to school during the week. So it was always going to be tough. And I knew it was going to be tough and that's probably why... That went a bit longer than what it should have. Yep. In hindsight, yep. yeah, yeah. So, what about you, James? You obviously haven't been through any of the issues Nathan and I have with broken relationships and so forth. But your kids have obviously moved from where they were in a nice, comfy little house in town to you've moved them up up the sticks, up a up a dirt track road. How have they adapted to being literally without <laughs> internet and a, and a weird cat? But how have they adapted <laughs> to being up, up up the bush, not having their fa- your family support of Leilani just around the corner um, where the kids could literally walk around the corner to your, your, your sister-in-law. How's, how's that been for you guys? Before I moved here, we um, had a house in town that we built. And um, when we, it was probably when we moved into that one. As we moved, we were getting to that stage where we were getting um, William out of the cot and into his own bed. I think we might have just had Elijah as well. But we actually... I don't know which one it was, but we must have threw Elijah into a cot. So save getting two cots with it. Oh, we'll get William into his own big bed. And it was just really confusing for him. So he's gone into a cot into the original, our old house, gone into this new house. He doesn't even know. Now he's in his big boy bed. At the time, I didn't think much of it, but it actually unsettled yeah, the shit out of him. And he was just yeah. crying, nightmares, didn't know where he was, what bed. And it was just, yeah, it was just too much for him. Bit of that security, isn't it? I'm sure for the, you know, I'm sure for the kids, it's that, it's just that bit of security. It's either been taken away from or adjusted. Yeah. So it's a big change oh, for, yeah. for kids, you know, where they feel it's their safe space, and all of a sudden, you know, this, when you're a kid, your safe space is your bedroom and your home. Yeah. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're not there anymore. And the whole, it's, it's almost like, for us as adults, it's like, a, oh, it's a different house. But for them, it's the whole world's changed in a lot of ways, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And to this day now, Elijah and William, every time I wake up, Heidi's on the other side of the bed. I'm on the other bit. They're right in the middle in between us. You are joking. No, I'm not joking. So they're still in there every night now. Oh, they sleep in their own bed. But then at whatever time, we're asleep. They just walk straight up, jump in, and you wake up, and there they are. So um, it's not going to, like Heidi keeps saying, it's not going to last forever. Cockblockers. Yeah, they're absolute cockblockers. 16 to 17 year old in bed with you. <laughs> uh, and I'll keep telling Mike, it's not going to last forever, is it? Oh, yeah, right. This is Dad Hacks. Thanks for that, Mike. Uh, Mike's been very quiet lately, hasn't he? He's sort of just. Oh, I heard he's actually picked up a contract with the other uh, Better Off Dad podcast uh, in the US. So it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. He's been just has so much to say. Not a lot to say. Yeah, but. Uh, which is not a bad thing. But uh, thanks for the introduction, Mike. We're, we're going to head into Dad Hacks. You're spot on. Um, I've got a quick one oh. because I, I don't have a lot. Passed on to me at dropping off the uh, the girls at daycare the other day. Touching back on what you talked about, about um, trick-or-treating and looking in Google Maps and having all the addresses. Yep. So you can create a folder on Google Maps and put all the addresses in there and it's got all your little dots and all your highlighters of where all the trick-or-treating houses are. Brilliant. So instead of like going back to Facebook or your, yep. you know, your website or whatever, wherever you get the addresses from, you punch them all in previously before going out trick or treating punch all these addresses in yep. and then it just lights up all on your map so you just like follow all these houses around now you could incorporate that into something like um looking for christmas well lights played or yes. anything like I that could see where so you're that, going straight had. from the yeah, outset so you- oh in fact i think i remember yep. driving around in your blue vl commodore back in the day Ooh, looking at okay. christmas lights with travis walker yeah, right. I, Did we really? We would have been 12 for that. No, no we definitely... <laughs> <laughs> we would have been doing some wrong things. Though, yes, right? definitely. We definitely yeah. did that. I, I probably shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, good one. Well, but yeah, no, so that's my dad hack. Like it. Have week. you got one yeah. there, James? Uh, it's an old hack of mine. It involves money with kids. There we it's go. About, it's about Elijah. Like soil, of course it does. Soiling himself. <laughs> with me, I went, I wanted to... Sh- she was sleeping in bed with us and we just wanted to sleep in our own bed. So I just created the chart. I said, once you sleep in your own bed all night for five nights in a row, you get, oh, she might have been some toy she wanted or she really wanted or, or whatever it was. And yeah, it actually worked. And she done it five nights in a row and she hadn't been back in our bed since. So I'm going to pull the old nice. hack out. Habits, mate. Habits. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to yeah. pull the habit out for young fella um, soiling himself and see what he really wants and create a chart and. See if he can stop shooting. See if he can stop stop shooting himself. Yeah. Well, we did. They do lose a little bit of focus after a while, but they're just they're great yeah, start. We, we did. We did exactly you, the same. Keep thing. Keep raising the bar. They work. Exactly they? the same thing with Luca to stop him um, messing himself. Um, yeah, back in the day, he got a, he got a Paw Patrol tower. So he had like if he hit seven days in a nap without a nappy on, bang, Paw Patrol yep. power, uh, tower wasn't a problem. Did it? He just did it. He stopped shooting himself. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, we we could probably pass that. Uh, we should get a chart for a few of our mates. Oh, I've got a mate. <laughs> a big boys chart. A big boys chart. <laughs> they can get through seven weekends in a row without soiling themselves. They get uh, Paw Patrol Tower. Back last week, Nathan um, James mentioned he's only 
thing that he mentioned on the Alex Baldock uh, <laughs> podcast. Just talked about his rig. Did that much? Did he? Didn't that much? But he talked about his rig. And so, when you think about, it, there's going to be a fair few dads out there that are pretty happy with their rigs in this um, in our group that follow. Um, but when you become a dad, it makes it hard to train. Yeah, it also makes it hard to go and like. Let's say you're going out, or you're going to the berry patch, or something like that, and you just want to look good. You can't. You can't <laughs> the berry patch. Uh, not with your family. With your family, like yeah, yeah, okay, so it's a family yeah, yeah. thing. And you you can't just get a pump on. You know how you go to the gym. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym get a pump on before you go out. I reckon well, I know where you're going with this. Well, uh, this is this is so you could get a pump on at home. You know, do a few bicep curls, head out. You know, you want all the all the other um, lovely looking mums out there to think that you might be desirable in, in some fashion. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you might be one of those sorts of dads. I'm not. I don't need to. Um, but, Sounds like you are. But oh, well, no, I'm not. But um, what you do, you use. You want a baby, you're not. You, <laughs> when, mate, when you got a five a five head, yeah, you don't. But you use your children. <laughs> use your children as an arm curl bar. So you grab them, lift them up. Ah. Yeah. So I've I've heard about it, and I, I saw a video of a guy doing doing arm curls with his kids at a at a park, and really getting a pump on, just getting a good pump yeah, on. Right. Uh, using it, you could use a ten year old kid if you're really strong. Um, you could use you could use your eighteen year old son. You. <laughs> I, the last time I went out, I used Jesse, who's eighteen, about uh, ninety kilos. Uh, but uh, yeah, nah. So, but looking at the pipes you're running at the moment, Nathan, I'll tip you. I'll tip you. Um, <laughs> you've got an obese twenty four year old at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, so just when you want to up up the weight, yeah, then, no, Shannon, good yeah, right. So, so when you want to up the weight, you just put cheese on their face, so just a few more bits of cheese, and just yeah, throw, or, yeah or, a couple of slices on top. Grab someone else's kid off the slide, whatever. Have one in each arm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> so imagine that you've got you just do, you're doing hammer hammer bicep curls, just your kid and someone else's. That's, that's it's also a way to out for other dads in the park is doing bicep curls with their kids and you don't know. Yeah. It's time for Shannon's classic Aussie dad joke. This is a disclaimer that I'd like thrown in. I've I have said a couple of controversial jokes that have been cut out, and I've actually self reflected on them. And I thought, how would I feel if I was one of the butts of the joke, whether that be a whatever? So I completely understand why I feel my jokes have been cut out. Okay, so yep. um, what do you call a factory that creates okay products? I don't know. Satisfactory. Don't know. Uh... Did you get it? You've been thinking that for like a month or six oh, weeks. God, well, no, the thing is, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling for content here because of my um, edginess. Anyway, so have you heard about the, the chocolate, the chocolate record player? You're a man of it. You love your LPs, don't you, Nathan? So I have, have you heard about the chocolate record player? No, I haven't. I haven't. It sounds pretty sweet. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, okay, so look, I'd like you to keep this in, Nathan. Yeah. But, but listen, just listen. Um, I need some guidance on the fruity jokes that I can tell in the future. Right. Okay, you need a filter. We'll, we'll, need a filter. we'll work that. We'll, yeah, but that's a dad's. That's a proper dad's joke. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a dad joke. That's a dad joke. Yeah. Well, one more. One. Another stage. Yeah, one more. Oh, another one. One, one quick. No, one. Yeah, go, one go, quick go, go. What, go, uh, go, go. What did the ocean say to the beach? I don't know. What did the ocean say to the beach? Uh, nothing. It just waved. 
Yeah, okay. It's a real flat spot. It is, it is. A real flat spot. Yeah, as I said, I need guidance on what I can can and can't say for my fruity jokes. But anyway. You can't say. You can't say. Maybe we get some feedback from the... I know. Maybe we get some feedback from the listenership, whether they want to hear the fruity dad joke or whether they don't. All right. We'll put a bit of a poll out. Put a poll out. Very good. Put a poll out. We got a good response last week for that question. Awesome. I might put it on Twitter to our four followers on Twitter. Hang on, hang on, wait there, wait, wait. You're all right, you're all right. I'll come to the, I'll come to bed in a minute, okay? You go wait. You go wait. You go wait. Hey, get out. Can you, can you, can you edit this in somewhere? Yeah. Look at him. So rough of them. The way he just manhandles them. He just threw him into the carpet. <laughs> he just threw one down the hallway there. That was- oh. Terrible. Terrible. He's trapped his finger. They're coming, they're coming back, are they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're coming back. Catching up with a lot of people at the moment. We, we had a bit, of a, yeah. a bit of a birthday weekend for Jen over the weekend. Um, or, yep. you know, most people have a birthday, but Jen has a birthday weekend. I'm, uh, I'm going through one at the moment. Oh, actually, week. it's more, of a, more week. of a week. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. so yeah. Uh, day two of birthday week was Sunday where we went to Bruce's, our, uh, one of our sponsors um, for... With all the family out the back there, the kids were running wild. My nan, my nan rolls in, Marlene Cock. Uh, she's uh, Cock by name, Cock by nature. Um, that's <laughs> that's one of the that's, that's one of the family sayings. Um, it doesn't really work for Nan because she's a woman, but that's uh, it's one of the sayings. Anyway, she uh, she was telling us telling <laughs> us these stories, these random uh, stories. Where to go from there? She was telling us these random stories about when Ellen was like fourteen. And how they went, yep. I think they went up to Sydney. Um, she took Ellen up to Sydney and she said, um, we went to, I took Ellen to the Sydney Hot Shots. And the Sydney Hot Shots are like a, a, male, a, male, a male strip outfit. <laughs> now, they're not like the Chippendales or anything like that where they, they get the whole thing out. But um, my nan was telling me how she took Ellen to the, the male strippers at 14 years old and she sat on her knee and she had a bloody good time. And Ellen, a bit of harmless fun. A bit of harmless fun. I'm thinking, I don't reckon you'd get away with that. This is back in early to late, not early nineties, early nineties. Would you get away with that now? Taking your four. Ah, you probably wouldn't have got away with the nineties. I would have thought. Ellen Ellen, um, was (laughs) Ellen was quite advanced to be honest. Like she looked a lot older than she did, and clearly she's wanted straight through security. Certainly. You'd certainly raise some eyebrows now. Yeah, it would. It? But uh, anyway, so yeah, that was that was probably one of the most random stories I've heard in the last three weeks, and, and it came from my eighty-one-year-old nan that uh, was pretty proud of the fact she smuggled a fourteen-year-old into the into the Sydney hotshots. What else do you guys talk about your family? Mate, honestly, it's that loose. It's so loose. Shannon, you're about to move into you're about to move to another country. Yep. The listeners, I'm sure, the the thousands upon thousands of listeners, are, are, I'm sure, are curious to see what what we're going to do with the podcast, yep. where yep. where the, how that looks moving forward. How do you see it? Uh, well, it's obviously going to change. It's going to have to because because we can't get James most of the time because he's that freaking busy and his internet doesn't work. So, um, hey. I. I I reckon there it's going to change. I reckon we'll still do these. So I'll yep. so let's say it's eight o'clock at night for you guys here. It'll be I don't know eleven in the morning for me, and I'm I'm going to have a gap year anyway, so I won't have a job. So it's going to work fine if we want to do one of these. Yeah. But I reckon there'll be yeah. times where we do interviews. There'll be two of us doing the interviews. Um, there'll be 
um, special sec- sections where it might be just a f- 15-minute um, bit of a whatever. Um, keep, we want to keep it going because it's something we enjoy doing. It's something hopefully some listeners out there are enjoying listening to. Yeah. Um, it's just going to probably take a different shape, isn't it? Yeah. Probably. We're going to ca- catch up and do these uh, little catch-ups probably every now and then, yeah. but it might be that uh, – we do some one-on-one interviews and things like that, yep, but all absolutely. under the, the Better Off Dad banner. Exactly. I guess that's yep. what we probably go into. And then, who knows, mate, hopefully if we can continue it down the track and we're, we're passionate enough about it and want to continue yep. to do it, maybe when you are back, mate, another 12 months, 18 months, two years or whatever it is, yep. if you come back, we uh, we continue it on from there. And I suppose that's what we want to continue to do. But I had a question during the week. I had someone, uh, a workmate, ask about it. He was interested in starting a podcast. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I can only say to anybody else out there listening who's thinking about it, it's a bit of fun. We catch up and we have a bit of banter. We've probably, um, I suppose, let our guard down a little bit. The three of us are not really uh, guys that post everything on social media and put our, our personal lives what? out and whatever. Pardon? Yeah, well, actually, you do, Shannon. You do, Shannon. But, I mean, it, it's certainly it's been something out of my comfort zone to do this, and I've I really enjoyed it and I had a bit of fun with it. Um, big shout-out as well yes. to another local podcast, Talk Hard podcast with Brendan, who's in, who's based in Devonport. He interviews a lot of uh, local people, not all local people, but mainly local people who all have a good story to tell. I guess I mean they're really relaxed. It's a really yeah, it's a, it's a good listen. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah. So check out uh, Talk Hard. Important that we support local podcasts in the area because uh, we're getting a bit of fun out of it. Hundred percent. People are too. Fun, funnily, you mentioned that. Like uh, where I'm moving to, there's a few uh, mates that I've got there that actually have a podcast. Um, yep. so they've actually asked me to go on their podcast to, um, they're all dads. They're all dads. It's, I think it's more, yep. more sports based. I'll, I'll most likely be doing random bits and pieces around the, the Yorkshire region. Plus I've actually reached out to a couple of, um, big names in the cycling world, which means absolutely nothing to you guys. But, um, these guys mm-hmm. are dads that actually, um, tried to ha- have a, professional cycling back uh, career whilst being a father which is it's the most selfish job to have is being a cyclist so we've still got a couple of good guests up our sleeve yep, we, over the next few weeks that we're hoping to catch yep. up with and um, we're certainly going to go with a bit of a bang before you do move but uh, it will continue I'm looking forward to just a, a one-on-one interview that James does with someone have you got anyone uh, in isn't mind? that going to be <laughs> <laughs> I've got no one, mate. Isn't that going to be good? Actually, we should tee that up. Get James to do a one-on-one interview with somebody. It'd just be really? the most awkward Actually, listening for awkward who? ten minutes you'll ever hear in your life. Bro. A lot of swearing. <laughs> Thanks very much, boys. We will catch up again soon. Yep. Uh, anything else to report? That's it. No, nothing, mate. Oh, just a, just a quick one. Just on the sponsors. I was at Bruce's the other yep. day. Yep. I was at Bruce's the other day and um, getting my uh, my Shannon burger, and um, yeah. I looked up into the top. <laughs> Right-hand corner of the fridge. Nay, me. And buttons brewing, buttons brewing, and Bruce's. <laughs> they've come together. Ah, po- fantastic. Pokey, perfect po- Pokey is stocking buttons beer at uh, Bruce's. So, uh, if you want to get if you if you want to get your your fix for both of our uh, amazing sponsors, um, get, uh, get in there, get in there, get up into that top right-hand corner and grab a can of uh, buttons from Bruce's. Thanks, boys. Right, right. Very good. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. I love you all. Please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and leave a review. Please be nice. Thank you for listening to Better Off Dad.